are Locked On Diamondbacks, your daily Arizona Diamondbacks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks Podcast. You're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day listening to who? The always wonderful host of this podcast, Miller Thomas. I'm a multimedia journalist and I'm a graphic designer. So please go check out my website, MillerThomas24.myportfolio.com. On there, you can see all my latest work from my packages to my articles to my photos and my graphic design. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at CreatorThomas24 for my personal account or just look up Locked on Diamondbacks on both Twitter and Instagram for the podcast handle. Now on today's show, we got a whole bunch to talk about today. We got Javi Reyes on the podcast to discuss uh, the NL All-Star Ballot because we are doing pitcher predictions, which starting pitchers should be on the ballot, who should be starting the MLB All-Star Game. We preview the Padres versus D-back series just a little bit, so Javi and I are going to discuss a whole bunch. But first, this episode is brought to you by Green Room. It used to be called Locker Room, but it's Green Room now. Download the app and join me this weekend as I'll go live after the D-backs win. Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. Now, before we get into that conversation with Javi, we got to discuss last night's game, uh, the shutout loss against the Milwaukee Brewers, because there were a couple of things in that game that I really wanted to hit on. The first one, and th- this is, I'm going to start with the negativity first, because last night, if you guys were watching the game, Ketel Marte hit a ground rule double, but as he was rounding the bases, you could see uh he, he came up limping a little bit, and he had to be taken out the game with hamstring tightness. And if you guys remember, Ketel Marte was on the injured list earlier this season with a hamstring injury. So now, I'm guessing Ketel Marte is going to be on the injured list once again for at least a couple weeks. There's currently right now, it's, six, it's 7 o'clock Wednesday night. Currently, there is no new update on Ketel Marte, but we'll keep you updated here on the Locked on Dimebacks podcast as we get more information. But Ketel Marte left left last night's game with that hamstring injury, and it's just sad to see because the D-backs have already lost Carson Kelly earlier in the week with that fractured wrist. Now they lose Ketel Marte. On top of that, I mean, the injuries keep piling up from a Ketel to a Carson to a Bumgarner to a Gallon, even to a guy like Corbin Carroll. In the minor leagues, the D-backs cannot catch a break when it comes to their health this season. Now, right now, they have the worst record in all of baseball, worse than the Rockies, worse than the Pirates, the worst run differential in all of baseball. So, it's pretty disgusting right now by the D-backs, but there was a bright spot from last night's game. That is, Zach Gallon looked to be in a groove last night. He only pitched five innings, but 68 pitches total. 
one earned run, eight strikeouts. He did give up a solo home run, but outside of that, he was pretty much locked and loaded as he went against Freddie Peralta on the other side, who absolutely dominated the D-backs lineup. D-backs, of course, offense could do absolutely nothing last night. Only two hits, 12 strikeouts as a team. They got shut out once again for who knows how many times this season. They've been shut out way too many times this season, so not a good outing by the D-backs offense last night. Lose Ketel Marte, but at least Zach Allen came in and dominated. And some big news, actually, if you guys didn't hear, Nick Heath is being recalled uh, to the major league level to replace Ketel Marte. But who is coming off the roster? That's going to be Stefan Crichton, who was just designated for assignment. And that is just appalling to see because it seems like Stefan Crichton's time with the D-backs is over. And if you guys remember, this guy was a stud reliever the last couple seasons prior to 2021 with the D-backs. He had a 356 ERA in 2019 where he saved zero games, but he did finish nine games. So they did trust him late in games. But in 2020, he was essentially the closer after Archie Bradley was traded and Kevin Ginkle struggled mightily. They made Stefan Crying the closer and he balled out. Only five saves, but 242 ERA. Really effective. Eight strikeouts per nine innings, 9.8 strikeouts per nine innings in 2019. It was eight in 2020. Really good pitcher the past couple years. Didn't really walk a ton of dudes. Had a walks per nine around 2.7. Uh, he did give up a few hits, but that was pretty much his only issue with putting runners on the bases. But in 2020, I don't know what's happened to him. His strikeouts per nine has dipped all the way to six. His walks per nine has rose to almost five. Whip is at a 1.8. He just has not looked like the same guy that we've seen the two seasons prior. So really sad development for Stefan Kryan, who was probably the most trustworthy reliever in my eyes entering the season. And honestly, he, he ended the season as one of the least trustworthy guys in the bullpen, which was just a shocking development. And we also had a game today, uh, early game, so I didn't get a chance to watch it. But looking at the box score, one thing that really stands out to me is Caleb Smith, who has been absolutely great this season. Like, I, I can't overstate that. Uh, he's been he was great coming out the bullpen uh, earlier in the season for the D-backs. And now as a starter, he's been pretty solid. I mean, take away his first start against the Padres. He's been pretty solid this season. He's got a 303 ERA now. Uh, he had four walks today, but only allowed one earned run over six innings, six strikeouts. Eduardo Escobar came off the bench, had a home run uh, for his 16th on the year. Christian Walker had a home run as well, three now in the season. Both of those guys uh, either making cases to stay with the D-backs or maybe making cases to be moved because Escobar, as we've talked about, could be moved to the White Sox who are in first place. And Christian Walker, he's a guy on a pretty cheap contract, a guy who we know has 25 to 30 home run potential, even though he hasn't seen it this year with Ketel Marte. Carson Kelly out now, too. Uh, the D-backs are going to be heavy, heavy sellers at the deadline. Expect Adrubal Cabrera to be on the block. Walker, Josh Reddick, David Peralta. I mean, they might be picking up guys like Josh Reddick just to increase their trade value to move them at the deadline. Like, anything is possible. Yes, Mike Hazen is not there, but best believe from his house in Scottsdale, he's going to be calling in deals uh, and he's going to be wheeling and dealing because he's a guy that likes to stock the farm system up. He's a guy who 
really likes to acquire as many assets as he can. I think that's what we're going to see at the deadline. Bumgarner might be the only guy over 30 not move because of his contract, but outside of him, everyone is on the table. Ketel Marte, Zach Allen, and uh, Carson Kelly should be the only non-touchables on the D-backs. You could maybe put Josh Rojas and Paven Smith in that mix as well, but I don't think teams are really going to try to target those guys just because they're young and because the D-backs are probably going to be more hesitant to include them in deals. But anyone outside of that, I think is fair game for the D-backs to move, and I think we're going to see that farm system become pretty loaded after this trade deadline. Now, we'll get into a discussion with Javi Reyes of Locked On Padres, preview the series a little bit. We'll discuss our all-star selections, pitcher edition, which pitchers should be on the all-star roster this coming July. But first, this episode is brought to you by Green Room. Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you can talk with me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I'll be hosting rooms for Locked on Diamondbacks once a week. Yes, you can finally join in on the conversation you listen to here every day. Green Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the league. You'll find fans just like you on Green Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. Go download the free Green Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the MLB group for the latest league updates. Follow me at Miller Thomas to be notified when my room goes live. I know you won't want to miss it. I'm planning to be live this weekend after the D-backs win. I can't wait to hear everyone's thoughts on the D-backs. See you there. Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diverse, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets. You can get your first 5000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. To get your first 5000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnMLB to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB and get started today. All right, let's get into that pod with Javi Reyes of Locked On Padres. All right, Locked On D-backs listeners back on the pod once again. You already know who it is, the man of the hour of Locked On Padres. We got Javi Reyes back on the pod. Javi, say what's up to the listeners. What's going on, man? How are, how are all the listeners doing? I hope they're doing good and I hope they're ready to hear my crazy voice again. Yeah, I think that since we've last talked, the D-backs have had, have had at least two streaks of losing at least 15 games in a row, 14 games. They, they set the all-time road losing streak record. And so <laughs> you've last right. talked to you. So we're breaking <laughs> records out here, Javi. We're breaking records. And let me see the next game. Okay, so against the Padres, I think we're going to San Diego. So 
I mean, D-backs lost today. Uh, we could start the the streak anew against the San Diego Padres in this next series. But looking at the probable pitchers, I, I don't see anyone on here for the Padres, Javi. I see Corbin Martin going tomorrow, then Merrill Kelly, then Zach Gallen finishing up. But who's who's pitching for the Padres this series? I, I don't see anyone going. So at the time of recording this, it's going to be Joe Musgrove starting against the Dodgers. So it's probably going to be Chris Paddock is going to go. Mm. And then that's where a weird part comes in because it used to be Ryan Weathers, but they sent him down for reasons that honestly are a little bit like, we don't really know. Uh, My feeling is there may be some, I don't know if there's some service time because you don't want to use up one of the options that you have available for him. And then he's been good I think that there's probably some trade piece chicanery potentially going on behind the scenes there, but I guess we'll have mm. to see. And then, yeah, uh, Denelson Lament will probably be the other guy that will go against the D-backs, but it should be interesting. Maybe you ca- might catch a start from, from Mr. U Darvish, fastest player in MLB history to reach, what was it, 1,500 strikeouts? 1,500, I think sure. it was. What was it, 1,500? No, maybe 150. What the heck was the stat again? Something like that. Um, oh. <laughs> I got to find it, but. I didn't even see that. So that would be pretty crazy if that's true. And Denelson Lamette, he's someone the D-backs haven't had a seat yet this year because he's been in and out of the, the Padres rotation with some injuries. So how do you think Lamette has looked since coming back? Uh, Lamette has looked pretty okay, man, pretty okay. <laughs> what I like is that the velocity, there was, you had to start at the beginning of the season when he came back and had that forearm tightness that got taken out of the game, despite the Padres claiming that he was going at 100% full power. And then he did, and then he was after two innings. And then he gets brought back after a DL stint, or IL stint, I should say. And then he, his velocity is down, and everyone's panicking, including somewhat myself. I was like, this mm. is a good side. And now, like a month or so later, basically two months later, it doesn't even feel like it's been two months. Um, Lamette is basically back to what he once was. The slider is killer, man. Absolutely killer stuff. He makes everybody whiff. And I know that the D-backs are not exactly uh, killing it at the plate. So Lamette might be able to carve him up just a little bit uh, fastball, all that stuff. Bottom line is the velocity's up. He looks a little bit more like the Nelson Lamette. He's not going as consistently deep into games, but it's been progressing more and more. They even used him out of the bullpen at one point, And that was like very surprising, but now it started off with being two innings. Then it went to three, then it went to four and then it went to five. So hopefully I think they're kind of taking it uh, day by day in terms of his workload, but otherwise he's looked a lot better lately. And um, it's all the better for the Padres for sure. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard, Javi, but Carson Kelly this past week uh, fractured his wrist, so he won't be in the lineup. And Ketel Marte left last night's game mm. with injury as well. So the two best D-backs batters won't be in the lineup against the Padres. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Eduardo Escobar, I mean, he might be traded midway through the series because talks between the D-backs and White Sox are heating up. Uh, I think half this team is not going to be here by the time the MLB trade deadline rolls around. But, I, you know, I, I've seen a lot of talk on Padres Twitter the last couple of weeks. I mean, you would think you were covering the D-backs with some of the 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 just gl- the gloom I've seen on, on Padres Twitter, some uh, you, some other Padres accounts I follow. Sounds like the Padres <laughs> had a little cold, well, a little cold spell for a little bit, a little mini slump where they were struggling. What's going on in the Padres world? Yeah, uh, it was a little weird, man, let me tell you. <laughs> so it basically starts from just the offense looking terrible and I became the Joker famously Mm -hmm. um, after the sweep by the Rockies who are one of the worst teams in baseball. And it wasn't that the team was losing. 
I mean, maybe I did lose it a little bit about the team losing and maybe I did exaggerate that part just for, for the bit on Twitter and whatnot, but I, I'm not exaggerating about the reason why I'm scared about the, the losses. It's not the losses as much as it is that Myers looks bad. Eric Cosmer looks debatably even worse. And then Blake Snell, aside from last night's start against the Dodgers, which was great. Have you seen his home versus away splits? Oh, for Blake Snell? <laughs> yeah, for Blake Snell. <laughs> it's like, I mean, night and day is the cliche answer there, but it's it's true. Uh, it's night and day. It is Superman, Batman. It is Goku, Frieza, my mm. friend. So yeah, okay. mm, yeah there you go. <laughs> um, it is really all over the place with him. It's literally like a difference of nine runs for his ERA, uh, home versus away, and he's much better at home. I have no idea what the meaning behind that is. I have absolutely no idea. There's one thing if I saw that his home, he's pitching in cores a lot and that he gives up a lot of runs there and he pretend he's pitching for the Rockies. Oh, his home ERA is a lot higher. Okay, that makes sense. But I don't know what's going on with this away ERA thing. And uh, yeah, I guess you just got to hope that at some level, you can't expect Blake Snell to be this bad. Maybe you can accept the fact that the Rays might have sold him at the right time mm. and that maybe he's not the Cy Young ace that maybe some people expected. But I'm having a hard time believing that this guy is going to be as effective as Dylan Bundy. Javi and I will continue our all-star ballots in just a second. But first, did you know Bill Bar has nine delicious flavors? They got coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, Peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. There's a flavor for everyone. And the reason why I love Built Bars is because they are healthy. I'm a health conscious guy. I go to the gym every day and Built Bar tricks me. I think that I'm eating a candy bar when in reality, I'm actually eating a protein bar that's low in calorie, low in sugar, but it's high in protein and it's high in fiber. So it's great for that keto diet. Go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use that promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action at BetOnline. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code LOCKEDON. All right, all right, all right. Let's wrap up the pod. Yeah, and really outside of his Cy Young season, he's been just like a good pitcher, but not really that great of a pitcher. I mean, at a 189 in that Cy Young season, he's been kind of a high threes, low fours kind of pitcher outside of that. So maybe he realistically is more of a number three than the number one that we thought he was. But still, if he's pitching to a 3-7 ERA, I mean, with you, Darvish, and Joe Musgrove, and maybe Lamette getting back into the fold, you know, getting back to 100% health and looking like the Lamette we saw in 2020, uh, the Padres rotation is still going to be super nasty. So I, I wouldn't really worry too much about that. But just for, you know, personally, I have Eric Hosmer on my fantasy team, so I need to know if I need to go get an upgrade or not for him. 
What do you think? Uh, you probably do. The problem is I don't know exactly what you can get at first base. Maybe you lucked out and drafted Jesus Aguilar this year or something like that. Maybe CJ Crone can give you a little bit of value, but otherwise, uh, yeah, you might just be stuck with him, man. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I mean, I don't know many people who are going to want him, that ground ball percentage that has gone up. Uh, we thought that he was a new man last year with his ground ball percentage lower than it has been in a long time, much better high uh, fly ball rate and all that stuff. And this year, it's back up to like 60%. The man just hits everything on the ground. It's unbelievable. And he almost seems happy about it sometimes. So I, I think you're in a little bit of trouble, man. Maybe discount You hope your boy Christian Walker. I know he homered today. Uh, maybe he can uh, do something for you. But yeah, now you're just moving and stuff in your seat, not looking too excited. about first. Hey, first base is a weird position. What can I say? Yeah, Chris. No, when I was doing the all-star thing last week with Ben, I was surprised to see how many – just how weak the first base position is right now in the national mm -hmm. league. I mean, first base right now is not very pretty. When you look at the all-star ballot, I mean, Freddie Freeman might be the starter. He's been like 240 on the season. I mean, Jesus mm -hmm. Aguilar might be the best first baseman in the national league right now. And he doesn't have a lot of time under his belt, but since we're talking about all-star Javi, uh, where we brought you on the pod today because we want to do part two, the all-star selections and do pitchers today. All and right. I actually, all right. Out today, I didn't know we didn't vote on pitchers. I went to look at the all-star ballot. Me either. I, was <laughs> I like, found it out from you tweeting about it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is this? We don't pick the pitchers in the, I didn't know it was picked on by the managers. I thought that was pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, okay. I had no idea. And look, I I'm all for fan voting and all that stuff. I think it's fun. I found, I find it very obnoxious a lot of times with people not not obnoxious i like the debates but people really get passionate about their 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 teams uh and they do like it's no discussion that could tell Marte. it's no discussion jake cronenworth is a starter it's not even close and my thing is like hey guys i have some breaking news like there's a lot of good players in major league baseball it's basically every single year ever there's always a quote-unquote snub this isn't i talked about this on my podcast so people could go listen to that where i did my own all-star ballot for the national league and for the batters, of course. And my thing is like, this isn't as bad as like the Oscars voting. We're like consistently every year. We're like, what the hell are we doing? This doesn't make any sense. Nobody cares about these movies. And even the people who do don't even like these movies. Why are we just putting it in there? Why is no bad land the best picture, which I mean, was fine, but congratulations. You looked at a sunset for two hours, but that's another, that's another, that's for another day. That's I another guess my, my, my criticisms for the very fine pretentious value that was Nomadland. Uh, and especially don't get me started on the year before that, by the way, or the year before that. But um, I do think you're always going to have a, a quote unquote snub. Like it's okay. And I talked about the Padres that I thought should make it. Uh, everybody can go listen to that. It was the latest episode, but uh, yeah, man, it's, it's, it is weird. And I also like that. You, do you remember that time just to transition a little bit? Do you remember when the NBA once, like they experimented with letting the players vote and how absolutely absurd it was like votes for Jamal Crawford. It was votes for like Raymond Felton, like players that aren't like the worst of the league or anything, but clearly it's like, all right, you guys are acting like, you know, so much and you're so much less biased than the media members can be. Well, that's clearly not the case. So it's it's a flawed system, and I think we should embrace that it can be flawed. Yeah, maybe there needs to be a better balance between the fan vote and maybe players voting too. Maybe mm -hmm. it shouldn't all be on the fans because there are also there there are some people in the first round of voting that shouldn't be anywhere near the ballot. Gavin Lux of the Dodgers, I'm sorry, you shouldn't be top three in voting at second base. <laughs> Corey Seager of the Dodgers, you should not be anywhere near the ballot. That should be if he was healthy. If he was healthy, he would be, but yeah, he's not maybe healthy, if he so. was healthy. But 
Dodgers fans are just going crazy in the all-star balloting right now. <laughs> they need to take a break because uh, yeah. one of these guys are going to get in as a starter and they're going to be very non-deserving. So guys, please yeah. go vote for the right dude because we don't <laughs> want to see that crap. We don't want to see undeserving Dodgers in the, in the all-star. <laughs> agreed. 100% agreed. You know me. Now, for this exercise, we thought it would probably be best to do a little power ranking, starting with number one. That's the guy who is most deserving to be on the All-Star team, the guy who should be the starting pitcher for the All-Star game. And we're only doing pitchers for this. Uh, For me, I mean, how did you do your breakdown? Because there's not really an exact science of how many starters and relievers I think you need to have. I think it could be really any number, but I chose eight starters and four relievers. I thought those are pretty round numbers. Uh, more or less the same with me. I'm going to use some of your list to make sure that I might piggyback off a couple selections and whatnot. Uh, Cause I forgot uh, some of the relievers. Mm. <laughs> I forgot a little bit of the relievers and whatnot, but I think uh, for the most part, I just have like only a couple takes when it comes to the all-star voting in the national league this year uh, and guys that I feel like deserve to um, be on the list. And then otherwise I'm kind of like, all right, like it could go either way for a lot of these guys. So I'm not really stressing too much about it i only really have like one sort of take about one that i think should be on there really yeah and it's so close like honestly like there's gonna be dudes left off my ballot who i'm like if you made if you put them on your ballot like i'm not gonna disagree with you like so many of these fringe guys are are like on the same tier where uh, all of them pretty much have the a similar or the same case where it's really not that much uh to differentiate differentiate the people's that's it for this edition of the Locked on Dimebacks podcast. Remember, get the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked on Today podcast. Host Peter Paskowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked on Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, come back tomorrow for more Dimebacks news coverage and insight. We're going to be doing part two of our ballot selections. Javi and I will potentially be finishing it up we'll see how much time we got in tomorrow's pod but as always stay safe and stay healthy deuces